Hey guys, Empty Crates Music Podcast, among such other things. I'm one of your uh, uh, incorrigible hosts. I'm trying to think of new words to say, right? I don't know if that even applies, but it sounds cool. Um, I'll look it up before the end of the pod, and I might correct that. I'm one of your two co-hosts, King LJ, here with the homie, Chef Boy RD. Yep, the but... co-hostiest co-host there ever was. <sighs> co-hostiest co-host. Hey, this is, I'm not even going to say This is <laughs> a light work company presentation slash situation. We appreciate y'all for being here. You could be anywhere else in the world. You could be listening to anything else in the world, but you are here with us. And we do not, we do not, we do not take that for granted. We truly appreciate it every time. Yeah, every facts. time. Which is why we say it every time. You feel me? Um, what are we sponsored by today? Canada Dry? We're sponsored by Canada Dry. Um clean canadian ginger products i guess yeah we'll go with that shout out to comment um, and also <laughs> i'll say that to a lot around drake <laughs> <laughs> hey don't say it drake too loud around soldier boy hey, hey. <laughs> don't say it to soldier boy around <laughs> cheap electronics <laughs> he really tried to oh my god how many bottles of whiteout do you think Soldier Boy killed by writing on his shades? Ooh. Let's talk about it. We hit a pot. The better question is, how many pair of shades did he mess up with whiteout? Because I feel like he can't oh. spell good. Oh, man. You think he messed up the J a few times? He couldn't get that I curve. bet he tried to spell Soldier, like, correctly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then was like, damn, I need a different but he was on his He was on his last pair, so. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, guess, I guess so, man. Shout out to Soldier Boy. He's the first to uh, ever do podcasting. Shout out to Soldier Boy. First rapper on the internet. First rapper on the internet. First rapper on the moon on the internet. First rapper uh, to shoot somebody in a story on the internet. Boy. Yeah. So I had him right, and I was like, I was like, hey, he was like, man, took his mask off. I knew it. Shot that nigga again. I was like, whoa, whoa, did you just admit to murder? <laughs> crazy. Oh, oh, what's uh, even crazier than that? DJ Vlad in- interviewed the dude he shot? See, no, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You did? So no, I didn't know yeah. that. Is it worth, Is it? do I need to watch it? No, fuck no, man. We don't give DJ Vlad no burn. No, no, no. I found a bootleg. Yeah. No burn. Right, I don't want him to get like secondhand fractions of pennies off my I, I understand. Same. Well, that's one of the things. I used to like his interviews on. too, but ever since Dame Dad said culture vulture. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. really just started paying attention to who he talks to and what he talks about. So, yeah. He, he found a, uh, him and academics are too. I can't like even even in the off chance of situations that they may be right. I'm like I still don't care because I don't like the source. I'll listen to him interview with Lil Boosie. That's it. Well, Boosie problematic in his own right, but I do I do shout to Lil Boosie. I also don't mess with Adam Twenty Two like that either. So yeah, facts, man. Any most of the folks that are like that, I really don't rock with for real, just because of. I don't know. I feel like the spirit behind the journalism is off. Like they're doing it for the wrong reasons. But you know, that's just me being hypotheticals and whatnot. Um, you're calling it like you see it. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot I see, and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want that to turn into just us dunking on other me, just dunking on other folks because I'm, 
I, I got roots in journalism, so it's like it's a little different for me. You know, what but I mean? it's not actually what we. This ain't that podcast. Oh, hashtag not that pod. Let's go. We early with it. <laughs> Let me see if I can encourage him to say it. Uh, say it anyway, though. What's up? It's just me and you in the in the audience. What's up? Like, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Damn it. All right, that's my fault. Okay, so it's not so much that it's journalism, right? Because what they do is branded as that, but a lot of times really is that what it is. Right. Um, I understand, I guess, journalistic integrity and trying to like get to the bottom of things and presenting information to an audience. Right. But in the words of Gold Link, at what cost? You know what I'm saying? Goaling, Goaling, got that flow. Goaling, Goaling. Hey. So I, I don't know if Goaling. There's definitely an audience for it because it's blowing up, and you know, people of a certain character, I guess. And I can't just say that because I've watched a lot of their stuff too. But I don't think it necessarily serves a positive purpose ninety five percent of the time, especially especially um Adam twenty two. No yeah. jumper, because they really stick to younger people. Yeah, and they, that's be, on, my, they be on gang gang and all that shit. Yeah, no, that's like my whole my, my people out there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my whole issue with it is that um I feel like educate, entertaining, informing. You know, like it's got to be one of those main pillars, right? And um, and a lot of the even the entertainment aspect that they go for, even the informing aspect that they go for. Um, it's usually a negative connotation to it or a negative spirit. Like it's it's never anything positive to uplift anything. Um, I do believe in balance. I do believe in being fair to both sides in situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really got to consider the source when it's always, almost always negative. Right. You know, and it's like, why is that? And then you start looking at it because people clicking on it. It's the same aspect of uh nightly news leading off with murders and shit. Yep. It's like because they say, oh well it's driving interactions and yeah, people want to know what's what happening. People want to see yeah. people want to see the train wreck. Yeah. Right. Safely. Right. People want to see the train wreck from a safe distance. That's what it is. And taking that whole marketing ploy and just going diving headfirst into it for online clicks is especially when you're not of the culture or of the ilk. Like it's different if you like came yeah. from it. Right. No DJ Vlad had a mixtape though. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to. I, I didn't even want to say it like that, but that's how it came out. That's my heart. I don't. I don't care. I really. I give two sides of the same fuck. Um. So yeah, man. Um. <laughs> weird time to put a call to action here, but here we go. <laughs> hey, man. Free cap. Precap, precap. It's like the recap, but it's the precap. Hey, uh, we are. This is this is guts idea. We are talking about criminal minded. It is a flashback. We don't have a name for this section, but it's basically whenever it, like music's a little slow, we'll we'll kind of throw back to older classic albums that we should actually do <coughs> research on and things like that. Kind of inspired from the last couple of pods where i was talking about older albums that i hadn't really dove into gut had the idea running with it so here we are yeah like as quote-unquote resident hip-hop heads you know it's always albums that man 
you supposed to have, you supposed to have heard it is like the right. the list of albums in this textbook that niggas supposed to know, I guess. Right. Um, that that but, niggas just randomly pull from the ether when they want to plead real hip hop. You know, it's like right, how you yeah. not know how you not big on Buddy Down Productions? How you don't know right. about uh, Smiles and South Star? Like I've never heard no one say well, the second part. Nobody but, said that ever. Yeah, but I would I would appreciate that. Just for nuance, you know. Smiles and South Star. Hey, <laughs> that was this? a moment. Really, really wants this. I don't know about that song, but that Tell Me, that shit was hard. Tell Me was hard. Tell Me that was, was hard. hard. Hey, that album went. It was all right, bro. It just, you know. Man, it's two albums. This was the Neptunes period. It's two albums that, well, two other albums I was really thinking about buying at that time. And for some reason, I just didn't. Yeah. And I, I, that was one of them. Smiles and South Star. Shout out to you. And yeah, the dream come true. Philly's most wanted. I don't know if you remember. Oh that. yeah, I do know Philly's most wanted. Yeah, had cross the border and please don't yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. both yeah, of them yeah. was Neptune singles. And I looked at that track list and it was like maybe one more Neptune song. And I'm like, nah, I don't like them niggas rapping that much. So <laughs> I don't like them niggas rapping that much. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the beat. I'm Southern boy. <laughs> hey, man. So Boogie Down Productions is where we're starting uh, this uh, this back in time uh, journey. Let me let me oh. step in with a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, okay. Shout out to the hundred percenters first oh, yeah. and foremost. So I was talking to my homegirl the other day, and oh, she's a recent one percenter, one hundred percenter. She just listened to the entire eight nine episodes in like Shout a day. Shout out to like, you. Well, I'll work? Dang, that's gotta, a lot of You got to find something better to do, but we nah, appreciate no, she it. Don't. No, she don't. <laughs> she is good. She is good right here. What's up, girl? So, What's up? She brought to my attention. She said, podcast is good. She enjoys it. Thank y'all for listening. If she, if she but, didn't enjoy the pod after nine episodes, then like, damn. I mean, but she had one right. Oh, here we go. This is Empty Crates. A music podcast. We only talk about hip hop for the most part. It's kind of misleading. It's a misleading title. That's what she told me. Mm, okay. I kind of, I, I don't disagree. Okay. So I well, know. I like, I like the title the way it is. It's going to stay that. <laughs> yeah. And I mentioned. I know when we were talking about the recap from the stuff from the year, I went out of my way to mention a lot of R&B projects. But as far as settling on like a specific one and talking about it, yeah, we haven't really hit one yet. We did talk at length about this um this instrumental artist. <sighs> instrumentalist, if you will. R&B. And I, I, it's, it's not r It's not... What is that's it? Not, that's Freeform? not hey, man. <laughs> Woodwind form. <laughs> it's not like a Naruto skill. Woodwind form. Third pending. Oh <laughs> uh, God. No, it's I will say this. If I if I if if I may, if I may address that. It's not for me, for me, for me, it's not because I, I hate R and B because I love R and B. I listen to a lot of R and B in my spare time. It's just not anything new. That I like. Well, outside of like the certain things, like Cleo Soul, like the Brent Fires and stuff like that. So, like, if I see something on the radar, I think we should talk about it. I don't. I don't hate that idea at all. Well, I, no, I think it's a cool idea. And yeah. even outside of that, I might just start bringing a little rock, a little country to the table, man. You ain't got to bring country. These, these look. These are empty crates. You can't. 
my actual record crate behind me is empty yeah. right now because I haven't unpacked. But within my boxes, I got all sorts of records, man. I got hip hop, I got jazz, I got funk, I got country, I got you name it. Yeah, beans, and I will, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> whatever. I, I will say for me, a lot of my listening palette it goes from like hip hop to R and B to jazz to gospel, pretty much everything except country. So you can, if you bring country, that's you. You can have it. No, hey, low key, I used to be that kind of way, and in well, general, that I don't kind like of way. See, look, that, and I, I feel like I'm getting ostracized. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. You want to look, you people. <laughs> Right. Uh, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> well, don't give no, me no gun, man. No, legit. I used to be one of the people that was like, I listen to everything, but I don't listen to country. So, in general, I don't listen to that much country. I don't care that much for a lot of country. But you heard Hootie and the Blowfish, didn't you? Man, hold that thought. Darius Rucker. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> he got your first name. You had to listen. If... If I had a dollar for every time <laughs> I met somebody and they was like, what's your name? And I say, Darius. They say, huh? And I say, Darius. They're like, oh, Darius, like Rucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It's extra letter I, in there, but it's cool. Whatever. You don't know me I, like I, that man, anyway. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. Hella dollars. I wouldn't have, look, I wouldn't have had to just get off work right then. I wouldn't have to have a nine to five. Felt that, felt that. So I always respond, yes, Darius like Rucker. I know who didn't. I have to know all things Darius Rucker now because damn. And that's that's how it started. That was your slippery slope in the country, right? Nah, it started before that. But he got some jams though. I can't front. Look at hey hey. I wish y'all could see how good start smiling before hey, he man. Said, he got some jams. Hey, he's ripping my name proper. Let her cry don't go hard. Get out of here, man. I can't tell you what let her cry even go like. Let, let her me? cry. See, whatever. That's what I said. His cover of wagon wheel is the most popular one. Is this the same wagon wheel that's talking about the empty slaves when they're not there making noise? What was that saying we talked about before? Bruh, no. <laughs> uh, no, you were talking about like the empty wagon squeaks the loudest or some shit. And I was like, that's and I was like, no, nah, that's racist. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, not not that wagon. Okay, different wagon. I got you. Different one for wagon. the music, one for the sl- <laughs> All right, I got you. <laughs> for sure. Hey, shout out to Das Races, man. I, I used to listen to them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for, for that sure. was a that was a moment in the blog era. That was a moment. Um, never listened to them because the name, but I'm pretty sure they have dope music. It's interesting. Oh, no, it's, no. <laughs> oh, I was no, just, no, my bad. Sorry. No, nah, it's it's interesting. You <laughs> you would just have to hear it. I, I couldn't describe uh, that to you. It's like the Hobson experience, where it's like, hey, explain to me what kind of artist Hobson is, and you're just like, ah, here's some songs. Stick a pen in that for later. <laughs> and Hobson? Yep. How did how? Okay, all right for sure. I'll double back to that. I'm because I I would love to know how you're gonna tie Hobson into this bitch. Okay. Right. Let me. Man, what my pen at? Anyway, precap. Right. Criminal minded from Boogie Down Productions. Also, we are going to be reviewing the new Little Diggy project, or as much as we were able to listen to, um, which is kind of based off his Dave TV series. But uh, we'll uh, we'll go into that when we get there. And then last but not least, alluded to in the last episode, Big Crit's newest EP, regardless, is still timeless. Those are the three things that are on the docket for today. 
also very interesting conversation spawns from that big crit ep because there's another sub on there and i think um matter of fact i'll just go ahead and put the call to action right here so check this out right big crit has you know multiple entries of same songs like as far as the sub my the sub series the king series things like that right here's my question to you guys that are listening and this is going to be a comment for you to leave on the spotify episode so please feel free to leave this in the comments um let us know which sub is your favorite and why we'll read it on the show i got a couple of them i can read now but i'm gonna read them later when we get to that segment but it'd be really interesting to have those call and response moments so we can talk about it and uh possibly clip the mugs up you know so let us know give us yeah yeah we're freelancing for content so it's it's nice to have a little little dialogue you know what i'm saying a little dialogue you feel me a little back and forth you feel me a little little conversation you feel me come on now nah so that being said so that's that we'll mention it later in the show as well but for now just have that in the back of your mind as we go into these new topics so um all of the things that i mentioned uh the timestamps are in the descriptions below so you can jump to wherever you want to jump to but we know the we know what you're supposed to do there's only one real answer press play hey let it rock you feel me let it Uh, (laughs) let it rot let it rot look not letting it rot would be criminal and we don't want you to be criminal minded you know what i mean i don't want you to uh i want you to live a long life and not smoke crack you feel me (laughs) (laughs) that's krs one's lyrics bro i didn't say that that was his Yes, yeah. that's, that's a wise lyric, though. Ah, man! Right afterwards, he called somebody a hoe. Look, man. Yeah, what are they? I got these jokes queued up. Let's go, gut. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, let me let me pull up the info tab on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I got you, man. So we starting off. You ready? You got anything yeah. random that happened? You want to talk about before we get into this? Um. Oh, I do. I got one. What you got? Um, Complex Magazine named J. Cole the best rapper of 2023. 2023? Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're like a month in, but for some reason, it just made news like two, three days ago. So, Uh, Well, that's... They needed time to tell. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what he did. Did he do the was the Dreamville Gangster Grills in 23? Oh no, no, he had a run 2023. He was everywhere features wise, and then also there was the Drake joint where he watched Drake on twice. There was a um him checking in would be a lot of stuff like he was doing like heavy on the features and then i think he didn't drop an album did he no i don't think so yeah but i don't i don't hate but that they did. like i said i know they dropped the uh dreamville mixtape the gangster grills and i don't know when that was i can't remember yeah i think i was kinda... still driving my truck then so probably 22 yeah but he was um even even if that's the case i think that dreamville joint was a little early uh, let me go to. I'm gonna check his discography real fast. Uh, discography starts with D. Pause. Um. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I just I just mentioned it in passing as far as everything. I don't see anything as far as like album related. <clears throat> Excuse me, but he did do a lot of other like features and stuff like that. So cool okay, things. what else? I'm with it. I'll take it. So yeah, like I don't hate that at all because every time he stepped up, I he was on whack verse watch and he never delivered a whack verse. Yeah, every time he stepped up, serious. he handled it. So like no, and like he was, I think he was single handedly the one of the reasons where Drake went back and was like, all right, let's do another song, man, because that big is the what? 
you know, he kind of Drake <laughs> Drake got ran off on, and he was like, "Hey, hold on, hold on, it's a way closer competition than that." Hold on a second, hold on a second. I like the psychology that went into J Cole making a verse, bigging up both of them for rapping, and then knowing the other dude not gonna rap. Mm, Mental. That's kind of crazy. Psychological warfare. You feel me? What they used to call oh. that boy? What the therapist? Yeah, that's where they come from. <laughs> mm, gotta use your mind. Open up your third eye, nigga. <laughs> huh? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that in- insert random J Cole shit bar right here. Uh, man, man, hey, to be fair, again, to be fair, he ain't did that in a few years. He ain't did that since like Oh, off-season. no, he's done that since then. Since offseason? For sure. Okay, what well, boy? <laughs> yeah, let me think. All right, call to action. If y'all know a whack J. Cole bar, bar that he got no, off the I know, no, I didn't say whack. It's just a shit reference. Oh, you mean like him like talking about like pooping or, and whatever? Yeah, like I'm the... Toilet, I'm the that kind of thing. I'm the shit boy. You can't out fart me. That type of shit. Yeah, that was his first album. He's done a lot of those. You know what his worst bar is to me? If I'm a Which bitch one? and you a bitch, I'm Cheryl Swoops and you hoops, nigga. That's that is crazy. a that's a, such a bad bar. And I hate him for getting that out fart me bar off on a Kingdom Heart sample. <laughs> All right, the gamer so, in me just won't relay. It just won't like. This won't is 2020, but they have an official list of J. Cole's fart shit lines. Yeah, he hasn't done that in like two, three years, bro. Like, since he's not done that, he's been focused. My boy, they got at least 25 lines on here, though. From 20, yeah, from before? Yes, it was a problem. But I'm just saying, it's a lot of, it's a lot of boo-boo bars, man. Yeah, yeah, Earl, yeah, then, yes, I am agreeing with you. But since off season and on, I have not heard one. He been focused, bro. Like he been, he been, he he, he redefining them raps, boy. Like it is look, what it is. Look, when he said, "I'm like the human body, I produce my own shit." I thought that was cool, though. I thought that was hard. That's probably his best shit, boy. Because <laughs> the other ones was not nowhere near as clever. Boy, you the boy you can't out fart me is crazy. <laughs> I'm the shit. You the shit stains. Yeah, I remember that. She put up with this shit like she work at the zoo. True. All right. I ain't mad at that one. That could fit in this game. Nah. But but yeah, but I agree with you on these. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, but these are 2020. And they yeah, are. that's the, uh, it's just, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, they're there. They're present for sure. It's in the discography. <laughs> but just since off season, I've yet to hear another one. <laughs> Somebody well, in his camp cares about him and told him, "Hey, you can't be coming in on this shit of talking about this shit, boy." Bro, it was probably <laughs> boss. Boss probably told him. It was not boss. <laughs> it was not boss. It's got to be somebody lyrically he rock with, like he respect. I don't think boss is. You don't think you respect boss? <laughs> oh man, don't make me say this out loud, bro. Don't make me... Hey, boss makes solid music. <laughs> no, I like I like Boz's music, man. Me too. Too High to Riot is actually I, I genuinely rock with. It's one of my favorite projects. I've sampled it multiple times. Don't tell nobody. Um, yeah, man. Just uh, yeah, man. You you think you think J Cole getting getting the booth with Boz and be like, oh, scared of that nigga pen? Let me let me come correct. You think you think that happened? No. 
Right. No, that doesn't happen. You know, the only person on that label that probably happened with JID. So JID is probably the one that told him. I think JID could have told him. <laughs> if I had to lay it at somebody's feet, I, I put it on JID. Like, like Jitty did it. You feel me? Like, you know. he was probably yo, stop that shit, bro. He's like, hey, hey, cuz, hey, cuz. <laughs> you know, you know, JID be talking like, hey, 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 you my brother though. Let's, let's. <laughs> just, hey, you know, just you know. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's JID because all the Earth Gang like. You'd, okay, wild card, not the the rapper as rapper in Earth Gang. Just the dude that's just there for the raps, not playing guitar and shit. I forget yeah. his name. He might have said it on some wild drunk. Hey man, stop saying all these shit bars, nigga. And like, <laughs> like I can see that going okay. You know, what I mean? like it'd be a receptive because that no, nigga Cole, like, hey, Cole like Eve, you hit this nigga. And Eve was like, hey, I don't know, man. And Eve's like, I don't know, man. He might be on some shit, but he's saying some shit. <laughs> no, man, that's crazy. God dang it, bro. All right, man. Um, I guess I can read this. You ready? Go for it. Go. All right. Criminal Minded. Debut studio album by hip-hop group Boogie Down Productions. Released on March 3rd, 1987 by B-Boy Records. It is considered a highly influential hip-hop album and one of the first in the gangster rap genre. Hmm. Since this, yeah, that's interesting. Um, hmm. I, 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 it's some themes. We'll, we'll talk story. about it. Um, he did say "ho" with a lot of lot of vigor, so I guess like, hmm, I guess you a ho, like you know, like because he didn't want to take her around the corner on the bike to get some crack. Since his release, the album has been sent. Yeah, I listened. <laughs> the album has been sampled, interpolated, and paraphrased. Samples and direct influence were unusual at the time, ranging from literal use of dancehall reggae. Right. As well as the more commonly used James Brown to rock music such as ACDC, the Beatles, the Beatles, <laughs> the, Beatles. Wow. the Beatles, and Billy Joel. The album was eventually certified gold by the RIAA. It's got songs on there from South Bronx, The Bridge is Over, Ignited the Rivalry with the Brooklyn Bread, but Queens resident MC, MC Shane and the Juice Crew. <laughs> you threw y'all saying MC twice? Yeah, it did. It did. I caught it though. <laughs> um, throughout the album, Harris <laughs> One gives honor and praise to Scott LaRock for producing the album and also for being a super hoe. And he both and he mostly goes on about the importance of originality and being real instead of a sucker MC. You suckers. Yeah, and also multiple times he said that he wasn't a rapper, he was a poet. And if you diss me, I just pull out my nine, but they're not promoting violence. It was a lot of different themes. It's something you see time. this album cover. Yeah, yeah, I do. I well, in, in terms of violence, I forgot with this this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's got like a chain of shotgun shells on. And yeah. Scott LaRock is holding a Saturday night special. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Yeah, so he's also holding dead. a gun on his next album cover too. All right, right, but they're not promoting violence. They're just here for a good time. But because if you diss them, then it's real life and it's all. But they love the ladies, but they hoes. He's the a lot of, a lot of, a lot of conflicting themes. All right, now look, I, I really want you to get us an honest, <laughs> a honest listen, I man. I know how you feel about KRS, but I, I really do think it's some good merit in this album. So okay, so tell me what you think the good merits are, and we'll start there. 
All right, so we got to remember when this was. This is 87. Right. Um, I think there's some... I think there's some innovation in the way that he's rapping uh, in terms of patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, he presented one of the hardest diss songs of the time. That's still near the top of my list. I will say that this, it caught me off guard. I was like, oh shit, is he kind of going he, at this nigga? What is happening right now? You never heard the, the bridge is over. Not till then. See, but it's a lot, it's a lot that goes into the legendary status here. Uh, in terms of like those songs and this album just as a whole, man, a lot of people like to put a lot of older rappers like to put KRS at the top of their list as far as MCs. I think yep. he, I think the way he was rapping brought a lot of MC style with knowledge. So it's not like Public Enemy where it's going to be. We also we ought to go into Public Enemy too. I actually would like but, to do Public Enemy next, Loki. All right. So Public Enemy is more going to be forward facing, facing with the the production and with Chuck D's giving you the message. He's got a booming voice for the message. KRS has a voice, but he does he does this messaging with a little more style. Um. So I think just having I think that was pretty new to the game at the time. So it's innovative. Um, I had to listen back to it with my my eighty seven ears on. Like, yeah, thinking about what rap was then. This does sound like it, it sounds pretty uh, jarring. Yeah, in a in a positive way. In a positive way. Um, yeah. that's what I can admit. Like as listening to it, and then I went back and I'm like, oh, this was eighty seven. This is before I was born, and he was rapping like this. This is pretty cool. Um. And I, I I like what Scott Rock was doing with the chops the whole album. I like I did enjoy that to a degree, um, even though right. I, it's, it's and, unfair and another, to talk about mixing, right? And this another thing like they were flat broke making this music too, so yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. just doing it and getting by. So like so, it's unfair for me to like talk about mixing on this project, right? It, it's not unfair, but like I said, you just got to remember the times and remember what uh, access people had. So. Yeah, like um, yeah, I know there were certain times when 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 KRS would be rapping, and then like suddenly they'd be like, and I couldn't hear what he was saying, you know. Right. So, but I mean, it, thankfully it wasn't deep lyrics. I was able to decipher and then put two and two together to get the punchline. Um, there wasn't there wasn't any subjective or um. Uh, dang, what they call uh, inverting expectations on the album, except for one bar, literally, I think in Superho, I think, where he was talking about Scott LaRock, and he was like, um, um, he said some bar, but instead, like, the he comes in, and he's like, he could have did with this chick, he come with Scott LaRock, he could give you some flowers. Uh, he, he said uh, <laughs> some shit, right? Yeah. If you're a guy, a noun to do the trick. And if you're a girl, he'll give you some flowers. Flowers. <laughs> right. And I was like, hey, that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, like, I give you that. I give you that. Um, so overall, you you did you enjoy your time with the album? Was there anything else specific? Um, this is an album that I've actually listened to quite a bit. Um I had this because I went on a journey of listening to all the classics at one point and 
This was one of the CDs I burned. And I would just play it on my ride, uh, front to back. And side to side. UGK. Yeah. That talk about an album with no skips, super tight. All right, yeah, anyway, can, uh, we, can go, we can go back to that. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'd, I'd enjoy my time with there. Hey, That'd look, I wouldn't have to go back to that. I stay there. Right. It was like that's uh, relatively in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I was born when that but, album dropped. <laughs> very young, but I was born. <laughs> but I was uh, I was alive. Man. But uh, like I said, I spent a lot of time with this album. So I got to know, I got to know it pretty well front to back. I had my songs I liked. I had my songs I didn't like. But I also, you know, went back and listened to it for the sake of this conversation we're having. Okay. And a lot, and most of it remains the same to me. I listened to it with a little bit more of a critical ear and kind of put myself in that time and place when I listened to it this time. And I look, man. I understand why it has classic status. I don't think it's the best album, but at this time, I it probably wasn't too much that can match it. I feel that. I would. Um. I think my big thing is that I would like for people to be able to define what the phrase "classic" means versus the phrase "iconic." Yeah, because a lot yeah. of things people call classic is really iconic, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of things people call iconic is really classic. So, for me, from my perspective, classic album is like a highly respected album that, you know, that's good musically, front to back, on skips, right? Iconic is an album that, like, defined a time, not necessarily a great album, or you could not, might not even be, like, a good album, but it's a moment in time defined by that thing, right? Um, I think Miss Education of Lauryn Hill is a classic album, right? I think... I'm, I'm just giving you examples of how I'm feeling, right? Um, I think Education of Lauryn Hill is a classic album. I think Jay-Z and Kanye West Watch the Throne is an iconic album. I get it. So, that's 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 just what I'm saying, right? So that being said, going into this and everything, I'm not going to say if I think this is classic or iconic or anything like that. I just think that conversation should be had when you start discussing that. I, I so. also think there's room for both. I do too. I think certain things can apply for can both. both. I agree. I agree. Um, so, but you know, it's, you know, to hit both of those qualifications, it's going to take a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, you can't, right. like me throwing out Philadelphia Freeway is a classic. Like, that's it's subjective. It's subjective. I, I mean, all of this is really subjective, but like, there's certain. But some things are just like, no, this is this is what it is, and you had to be there to understand it, right? This is one of them albums that feels like this is what it is, and you had to be there to understand it. And that's cool. I was born a year later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, man. Um, me listening to this album was a little different because I went into it looking for something to appreciate versus I thought you were going into looking for some jokes, to be honest with you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to be fair about it. Like, yeah, I don't he like really didn't get. He really didn't get that funny until way later on. Yeah. I kind of wish he had got funny earlier. But um, <laughs> <laughs> for real, like, it would have been cool to, like, to see more of that style. Or, like, that would have been okay. Like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been mad at it if I was able to track how it got there. 
cool, whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever, whatever. Um, I mean, it, go ahead. I ain't trying to cut I mean, you off. No, you it's a lot of material you can track that. That's oh, true. Man. That's true. But I, I ain't gonna I'm, find I'm it. I'm not listening um, to that many KRS out. Right. I just, I'm not gonna be the one to find it. Um, this was my, this is my, this is my rewind. This was it right here, and I'm okay because <laughs> I don't like KRS one. <laughs> like, and listening objectively and listening to how he raps and everything, I just, I just, I, I had to have been there. I was not. It's okay. Respect to the forefathers and the elders. It's cool. Not for me, all right? Um, now I'm going to get my jokes off. Hey, imagine somebody is hold about on, to like... I'm mid-joke. I'm mid-joke, man. On, imagine, imagine, imagine hearing somebody say, what are they doing? What are they doing? Before they shoot you. That shit crazy. <laughs> I'd be like, boy, if you don't pull this, if you don't pull this trigger, get this shit over with. <laughs> like, why are you singing to me? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um... <sighs> I, I kind of, all jokes aside, um, a lot of old projects I feel like you can go back to and you can appreciate the vintage sound of it. It's not a lot of work to put yourself in the mind frame to appreciate that, right? Um, I appreciate you going first and talking about the mindset that you had to have with it, like to go back and listen with a critical ear and all that, because mm-hmm. that's kind of my point too. Um, when I went back to Jay. Like first album when I even when I go back to Nas first album, which I didn't really like that much, but I went back. Um, there were things that I could still appreciate that was easier for me to grasp because of the times. I guess it's just because I was there, you know, when it was when it was when it was just coming out, you know what I mean? Alive. I was alive. So I guess I appreciate it a little bit more. It's it's easily it's more relatable stuff, I guess, there, right? Um I'm not really sure if more relatable stuff is the phrase I want to use here, but for the lack of a better term, I'll, I'll keep it there. Um, yeah, it wasn't really a lot on the album for me. I, I've said this a couple times. And the whole project to me, like, again, this this really just feels like one of them albums that's going to be used like for hoteps for real hip-hop arguments. Uh, people being like, yeah, you wasn't outside Boogie Down Productions, and like, you know, all that, no, right? I wasn't outside. Yeah. And I wasn't. I wasn't, man. But um, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I went back to listen to it. And I'm glad I gave it a fair shake. It's not like I'm saying, like, the album sucks. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it was not it was not an LJS project. That's all. You know, this, this podcast is the space for us to say if some shit sucked to us. Right. And I say that a lot about Karis One. <laughs> I want y'all to be looking. clear when I'm being nuanced. Hey, not because I'm not scared to dunk on niggas. Hey, I tell, really don't tell them how you really feel. Oh, no, I, I've, I've, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just tired of folks being like, no, it's just you using your space and it seems like you're not really being vocal about how you really feel. Nigga, I feel like this. All right. <laughs> I'm being very blunt with you. Like, don't stop fucking playing with me. Look, <laughs> I've been very, very clear about how I feel about Karis One. The fact I even went back and listened to this album should tell you that I'm trying to be objectionable as possible. All right? Shut the fuck up. Look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Scott LaRock. I like the chops, but they they mad loud sometimes, and it takes away from what KRS-One is rapping. Uh, but again, I two plus two equals four, usually, so I was able to kind of put together what a bar is and what he's going to say, because it's not like he's doing any super crazy lyricism here. That's not really the time for that. Um. And this is one of the things I could appreciate is like literally they was getting some sounds. Literally, some songs had four sounds. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and just literally going and having fun. One dude had a mic and somebody scratching. You could just tell it was just, that's where they were. And I liked that. That was cool. Um, but man, sometimes these narratives that he gets on in these projects are hilarious. Like the story that he was telling about old girl, uh, the, the, damn, what's the name of the song? The Same remix with P is free. Yeah. I think P is free. I think, yeah, I think P is free. Um, but he's telling the story about um, <laughs> a girl flirting with him and then being like, hey, you want to hop on my bike, go around the corner? And she's like, yeah, around the corner, it's a crack. And he's like, you a hoe? Nah, the P is free. <laughs> I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand a lot. <laughs> See, but, but this, is, this, is, this, what, this what I get from that. All right, so this is the remix for P is free. And um, there is a the P is free. Okay, um, I figured it it, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have the beat. It okay. sounds like a stage routine, and if mm. once I think about it like that, I could see how it would have a little more appeal. Yeah, I got you. We walked to especially the with all like, like with the one out of day and all that kind of stuff. I think yeah. that stuff to get the crowd rocking. At that we time. walked to the spot. She said she want to rock. I looked in my pocket. Didn't have a lot. I said, you better get yourself a job. She tried to tell me that times were hard. I told the hoe. I said, yo, that's not my fault. You need a vault because I'm out to assault any girl I find who try to take mine from yo. Crazy. <laughs> Hello? Did you just say you going to hit this thing? Hey, Chris, Karen, one. you can't. Bro, that shit did not age well. That bar did not age well. Um, that's because the, the, the stuff is free and the crack yeah. costs money. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, and he was like, I ain't got a lot of money, but I'm going to assault you. That's crazy. I'm taking the wrong <laughs> I'm taking the wrong spirit from these on purpose. This is me getting jokes off. I wouldn't um, assault you, but I'd be offended if somebody wanted to offer me crack too. I would be assaulted by the offense I had. That's if it was a dude, that. I might assault him for offering me crack. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's fair. I've only been offered crack like once, so. I can't You've really been offered crack? Yeah. Crack, crack? Like, yeah, rock? Like for, yeah. Like, duh, rock, rock, familiar? Yeah. Duh, duh, right. Like, change the game? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Don't change the game for it is. Oh. I've been offered drugs, yeah. but never crack. I think I've been offered uh, at least once every drug. All right, look. Uh, dude, we can take <laughs> this out if we need to. <laughs> And definitely don't say no names and incriminate them. <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna say no names. But like, there's somebody your age that was smoking crack. No, they were older than me. <laughs> like a lot older. Not a lot. <laughs> Only reason I was in the same spot was because it was musically related. But I was crack though. Yeah. Not coke. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference. I'm considering. No, no, it's crack. Was there a glass pipe involved? He offered that too. <laughs> so yeah. Hey, look, I. But like, okay, so like, yeah, that's the crack one was wild, so wild and that's that's still. I think the acid story is still my wildest one. But um, I've been offered. No, no, before. the cocaine story is still the wildest one for me because somebody literally he didn't even offer. We were just in the middle of talking about terms for the redefined. And he was just like, yeah, man. So what I'm thinking as far as you could do this and then we could, and then he just, 
<laughs> Mid conversation. And I'm like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Like the Cat Williams joke. He's like, nigga, I can see you. I can see you. <laughs> nah, that was wild. Uh and after that, I stopped going to um I stopped going to Atlanta for um for for blog meetups. Hey, weird enough, man. I had a similar oh, yeah. thing happen to me fairly recently. Uh I was kicking it at this spot. And Wait, the homie just it. casually said, hey, I got a bag coming. <laughs> I don't think nothing of it. Okay. All right. I think it's a bag of weed. The, All right, cool. The bag, not, I'm not interested in whatever bag it is. That's fair. But I mean, the bag comes, they got a bag. Like three I'm or four more homies come. The homie bust down the lines, pass them around. Hey, you busting down one? lines no, is crazy. I'm cool. I'm cool. Ready to pass it around like three times? The one dude was like, look, I can't do no more because um, I, I want to get some sleep let on. <laughs> he, he even said that. Or he was like, no, I did a lot last week. I'm trying to. <laughs> it was something crazy. crazy. KRS-One also had a lot of. Uh... He just kind of moved the goalposts whenever he felt like rapping. I mean, to be fair, that happens a lot now. But yeah. All right, all right, all right, man. Look, hey, man, it was a great album. Thanks, man. It ain't got to be a great album. (laughs) But I'm looking this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. You good. good. Uh, Looking at the track list, and and I was playing it back through, and it still sits. It's kind of about half and half that album for me. Okay. But the half that hits really does hit, and I can see why it has the classic status that a lot of people give it. Yeah. Um. That shit. Some of that shit still jammed today, man. You like, know, the bridge is wild. Over. I will say about bridges over. Actually, it's wild to sample who you dissing. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Have you heard the story about how that happened? No. Okay. Well, fill me in. What's up? So there's MC Shan and Marley Mall mm-hmm. made the bridge. Right. So apparently they were working out of the same studio as. Boogie Down, well, KRS is working out of the same studio as MC Shannon now. Mm-hmm. They left their sounds in the drum machine, and KRS One went and took their sounds and made the bridges over beat. So the uh, drums on the bridge are the same drums as the bridges over. That shit kind of gangster. I ain't gonna hold you. Kinda. <laughs> that shit got hard. That's that's for imagine and then <laughs> they'll get dissed like that over their own sounds, right? Like, and, and the sounds were hard to come by back then. Everybody didn't have them, you know. Exactly. And they said they, <laughs> he left. I don't know if it was like a tape or whatever. He was like they left them in the machine, and um, got to be thorough. Jazz, they they came through. See, I am a musician. Rapping on the mic like this to me is fine. Because if I really want to battle, I pull out a nine. Mmm. Mmm. This is 87, bro. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's 87. Yeah, I get it. Um, nah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, overall, it was cool to go back and listen to. Uh, will I go back again? No. Uh, you want to talk about I'm... Super Hole? Yeah, I do want to talk about Super Hole. It's a dope song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. You know how wild it is? If we... Let's say me and you do another process project, right? Mm. We'll say, let's say we do TP two, right? 
TP2.com. No shout out to that man. <laughs> he ain't shouting out Robert. All right, uh, sure. I will. I can't. Like, look, I'm going to shout out that project, though. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. TP2 it, series. Hey, man. The, his albums had bangers. I'm sorry. TP2. I don't know what you want me to say. TV2. How crazy is it to put a dot com in the title of your album? And it worked because it was catchy. It caught people. Marketing, branding. And you shouldn't it was talk there. about R. Kelly. You shouldn't talk about R. Kelly catching people. Ah, yeah, yeah, or branding, right? I guess. Oh, um, wow. I mean, that's what they say happened. Anyway, look. Uh, fuck. What was I talking about? Super. Super. Right? If we Again, did another process. If we did another process, and let's say hypothetically, like you. Uh, out of nowhere, there's a song. There's a song on there, and it's just you talking about how I pimp hoes. <laughs> I, I have sex with everybody because I'm a super hoe, and it's detailed. And it's like, yeah, since the divorce, LJ been going crazy, laying hoes down, crazy. It's <laughs> like, 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 nigga, no, <laughs> don't do that. Make me look better. No, but Skylar Rock was at the beginning of the song. He I know. Like, and reading off the script, yeah, for sure. He read it still. He did read it. I've just I just had sex with two big booty ladies. I'm gonna see two you. Two big butt females last night. Big butt females is what he Jeez. said. Finna go and land then, quarter and get some more freaks. Carol said, word. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, the whole concept of Super Bowl is nuts to me. Like that, that that's nuts to me. Being like, yeah, I'm gonna make this song about him pimping these hoes. Oh, it's, it's hard, and talk bro. about how he walk around with an erection. That's no. crazy. <laughs> he said they went to the radio sto- the radio station to do press. They talk about music and Scott LaRock just jump on the mic. Like I'm single. I like to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's oh, was man. that's it was entertaining though. Um, nah, that song uh, was entertaining, but like that was re- man. uh Tech Nine remade a version of it too. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. So look, nah, uh, hey man, <laughs> the quote I put down here, <laughs> I said even I said beef with somebody. I said okay, so this is the two paragraphs I put, and this is the last two things I wrote for me listening to this album. Beefing because somebody said hip hop was from a different area is wild. What a random ass diss track on Bridge is over. That's what I said. My not knowing shit, right? Because they kind of mentioned in the track that they said that you say Quips all stars from Queensbridge and all that. They was mentioned, yeah, that, right. And then I say, even wild is a song about him making a song about his homie being a hoe, bro. What the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> Since that initial reaction, my 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 appreciation for the song has been more nuanced. Like I laughed after I wrote that. I was like, this is funny. Um, but at the time when I was first listening to it, I'm like, yo, this is a wild concept. No, it is. Uh, Those are geez. two of the best songs on the album, in my opinion. But Oh, for sure. I will say this. If you listen to this project, right? Um, I will say the three songs you really should hear. Nine millimeter goes bang. Are you serious? It's because you know the sample is it. Right? That's the, the sample's important. So I get yeah. it. Um, bridge is over. Super Bowl. Everything else. I mean, Word for our, our sponsor was all right, but like 
which y'all can see me doing the the, the shrug mm-hmm. right now. Just the the songs that stuck out to I me like for whatever songs. reason was Nine Millimeter Super Bowl and uh, Bridges Over. Man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Nine Millimeter Go Bang will get skipped every time I listen to that album. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick three, I'm going Super Hold the Bridges Over. Um, and it either I think it'll be South Bronx. South Bronx are criminal minded. South Bronx was a cool vibe. That was a cool vibe. I didn't hate the project. It's just it's just not for me, bro. Right. Like, cause, cause even as I look back at it, I could like talk about it and be like, yeah, I smiled during that. That was all right. Like, it's just I went outside. Some people say cucumber tastes better pickle. Damn, is that the first time we made that joke on this pod and you got it off? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Because yeah, I say that a lot. All right, well, it's cool. Whatever. I should have. I should have been quicker to the the pickle. Hey yo, hey yo. Well, no way to really transition from that to little Dicky. So I guess we'll just jump in. Put <laughs> 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 Dicky, put Dicky right in the middle. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is straight from little Dicky's wiki. <laughs> we here. Um. No man. <laughs> that's crazy um i'm looking for all right yeah anyway let's talk about this little dicky project um the soundtrack is quote unquote from his tv show the dave soundtrack but it's also called penneth penneth no i don't penneth there you go oh is that how he says it yeah penneth like penis but with like like, like the zenith like but... like zenith but penis <laughs> yeah yeah of course it's a dick joke. Of course oh, it's a dick joke. It's a little dick. It's a dick joke, man. Holy crap. All right. Well, anyway. Way too many. Go ahead. We'll 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 get yeah, to that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. It's uh <laughs> there's a lot of things here. But let me let me finish this. So <laughs> That's um last <laughs> uh last year you said that it'll be an album that comes out that's a soundtrack to the show and all of that. It came out um one of the first singles came out in December, maybe December fifteenth. Uh, called Mr. McAdams, which is funny as hell. Um, I really hope it goes well for him and Rachel. Um, she's going <laughs> to ignore the fuck out of him. Um, and then the actual soundtrack dropped January 19th, 2024. Um, I'll be honest, I wasn't really planning to listen to this album to talk about review style because <sighs> Lil Dicky Projects and I'm going to just go ahead and just say preemptive pause because I know there's some people out there that are kids like me. So there you go. Preemptive pause. This whole thing. Um, LD projects usually have a mix of humor and then they have some other tracks that's like, all right, too far. And then there's some tracks where he like genuinely makes music. And usually when he genuinely makes music or that in-between area, it's usually like really good and I enjoy it. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm a fan of him, but like his projects before have been, have had songs that I put on my playlist for the year. So I know what he's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you went first before, right? So I'll go first with this one. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just go. Um, so when I first started the project, 
I didn't know. Like for a minute, it seemed like he was gonna go serious route. Like for a minute, um, <laughs> that didn't for, last long. For a minute, didn't last long. <laughs> didn't last long at all. Um, honestly, it was dope. Like he was talking, kind of talking, and like the the raps. Like I like when he's focused and rapping, and like when he can because yeah, he's a dope rapper. Honestly, rap wise, tech, like as far as how he schemes and punchline, like he's nice at what he does. It's cool. Um. The problem with this project for me is that even in the songs, like there are certain songs that I like really like, right? Like honestly it was cool. Harrison Ave was dope to me. That was, that was Harrison Dav was hopeless, was easily the best track on this project, right? Um, all the way down to like the raps to how he's telling the story to everything, and you realize he's a pretty good storyteller. Um and then even how he still has his random asides in the middle of everything. And he's like, yeah, why would you even do that anyway? Like, it's still right. conversational and he, he keeps you engaged. And then you don't even realize it's a six-minute song. And then the end hits and it's like, yeah, I'm still worthy to be in love. And you're like, oh, this was a good fucking song, Dicky. Like, this was good. Like, genuinely, like, this is a good song. This is worth the listen. If you're... If you don't hear anything else I say, listen to Harrison F. Genuinely. It's a good song. All right. I also like Ali's song just because of like it's it's elements in there that I relate to about being like, yeah, I chase this music, uh, and all this shit and kind of I may or may not have things up or whatever. Like I get the vibe on that. Um production wise, I don't have an issue with the project either. It's a lot of it goes back and forth between this melodic sounds and then it to a uh typical 808 boom bap. Well, not not boom bap. 808s and um, like trap trap drums basically is what you would call it in today's uh, uh, terminology, yeah, I, right? Mm-hmm. And and he he he's happy right there. <laughs> like he don't need a lot of different sounds. It's like either I'm gonna be melodic and get these get to get this off, or I'm gonna come in. Ha ha ha! That's a joke, <laughs> and I'm a rap. Cool. His previous albums had way more of a better balance than the in the two though. Um. What's the name of his last album? Professional Rapper, I think. No, um, the name of his only album. All right. Yeah, I think I think the one before <laughs> Professional Rapper. No, because he had another project, which is under his yeah, moniker, yeah. Brain. I'm Brain. Yeah. I see. And, yeah, and, and low-key, there's some slappers on that, too. Um, Like, he's good at the type of music he makes, but Professional Rapper was a nice blend of the back and forth, and, like, it wasn't really outrageous comedy to a point where it would take away from, like, certain songs, like the whole point of the project. Um, this album got some joints on it. It's like, I can't go. Jail? Funny, up until a point. And then afterwards, it's just like, okay, how far is this about to go? And there's a video to accompany this. And the video, like, you the know video... What? <laughs> I ain't trying to cut you off, but I'm just thinking about Lil Dicky and the way he raps and tells stories. Because I hadn't made it to jail yet in this album. I don't oh. think I want to hear it. I don't think I want to hear it. it. I will say it I, has I a feel tw- like it's going. I feel like it's going to go somewhere. It has a twist ending. I'll tell you that much. Um, Wait a minute. This might have happened in the show. Was it when? Okay. It might have happened in the I show. I can't remember. So was, was there a part in the show where like he was performing and they was like, oh, show us your dick on stage or whatever? Probably okay. Cool. Anyway, long story short, I'll, 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 I'll. Do you want me to ruin this real quick so you can know the point? 
Yeah, go for it. Just talk to the audience. They might want to hear it. So, Jail is a narrative from Lil Dicky that kind of goes off the rails. So, how much of this is getting scrubbed out of the episode? Look, I'm All just right. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Matter of fact, songs Royce, like that. Royce though. had a video that was something like that one. Yeah, part of me. But part old girl, me. old girl snipped it off though. It was in Revenge. I remember. Much, much hey. better song, probably. I haven't heard Jail. Way better, just way like better song. song. <laughs> way better song. Like. Here, and this is and I, and the reason why I took a minute to explain all of that, right? Is because even in the midst of that song, it's still great storytelling. It's just it gets to a certain point, and it's like, what's the point of this song, right? Because you got to either entertain, educate, form, whatever, right? It's different things that you have to go through, go in like songs that have like those type of songs got to have like a purpose, right? Previous album, he had a nine minute song that was that long called Pillow Talking, fucking hilarious. <laughs> to me to me <laughs> hilarious where the whole song is him going back and forth with a girl and then like after they you know hook up or whatever and they realize all the disconnects that they have during the you conversation know, that's, that's that's the one right is that the one that's the one when somebody take wants to tell you how good of a rapper Lil Dick is that's the one yeah, it's a bad song I need to mention as far as nope, him being a that- good rapper it's it's a good song to tell you what he what he does what he if wants I his comedy style to be a is dollar that? again yeah for every time somebody wanted to talk to me about Lil Dicky and they said man you heard Pillow talking that's not nah Pillow talking had to surprise you that's not that's not one that you well I I put it this way that's the, that's a song to show off how he wants to do comedy and narration together. Uh, but that's, that's not a good song to show if it was a good rapper. That's how a lot of people take it. Right. That's and I hate that. And it, that's and the issue with Lil Dicky in general. And it's because, and this is self-inflicted because his name is a dick joke. Like even the songs that's presented here, every, every time he has a moment where it's like, okay, I can see this being a genuine lane for him. Like Harrison Ave, right? Right. That's a great lane. If he was able to do that consistently, over a whole project, for sure. It'd be so much easier to champion and be like, hey, little Dicky album came out. It's dope. You should check it out. That's not what's happening here. I I, I want you to finish your thought on this, but yeah. I think a lot of the issue that we have with, you said if he could do that. If he does. Well, listening he to him rap, we feel like he can do it. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but he facts. doesn't. But he doesn't. Yeah, and it's just because of how he markets himself. Like even Mister McAdams is not a bad song technically. It's just the point of this song is him basically soliciting Rachel McAdams. Probably ties into the show, but like, like, yeah, I can't remember. Rachel McAdams is one hundred percent a real actor. Yeah, I want to say she was in Batman. Yeah, Canadian oh, actors. This is who we're singing about? Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's her. Right to McAdams. So, yeah, um, real person. But, like, the issue with LD projects is that, like, it doesn't strike that proper balance between, like, oh, this is entertaining and, oh, this is dope raps consistently. And this one goes, for the most part, most of the songs kind of go off the rails a little bit like way too much than his previous mm-hmm. project professional rapper um no fruits or vegetables but i but he's talking about eating pussy 
Right. And right. and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna jump in because I don't have a whole lot to say about it than yeah. what you're saying. So I'm just gonna add to what you're saying. Yeah. It's and I think some of this, I think a lot of it really is centered around or some of it is centered around his character in the show, which is just a played up version of himself. Of him. Right. Which is I don't sometimes you can do you can do the joke and it's just it's just not funny no more. And I think right. that's kind of how it runs with me. Like he says some clever stuff here and there, but in terms of making good songs and push, putting it into an album, yeah, it's it's a line between dope. Is this a dope rap album or is this trying to be a comedy album? And it doesn't really hit the mark all the way for either. For either this time, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that that's where it sits with me. I agree. Um, and, and just and to be, the production is trash too. It sounds like bumper music, like transition between TV scenes, and movies. Yeah, Sweet when TV, it was TV, I know what you meant. What? Yeah, I know Tra- what you meant. transitions. It's like the music they it. play when they cut in a commercial. Yeah, that's what TV like. transition music. Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, I think I think what you said. This is the quickest way to say it. Um. There's like you said, it's that line between comedy and rap that he wants to blur, right? Previous efforts were done better. Boom, that's it. Previous efforts were done better, but the songs that are good on here are good. Harrison Ave is dope. I like honestly. No, like, yep, that's about it. I like honestly. Ha ha ha, when it gets going towards the end, when he starts rapping, like, it's dope, it's cool, Mm. and. He do a lot of that too. Just and it's 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 rap. It is supposed to be performative. Shut up, there. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm about to say like I'm gonna be a head ass nigga. But I get it though. But like, nah, he rapping though. We get to it's um kind of it's kind of trite. But hey, man, yeah. My favorite three: Harrison Ave, Ali Song. Honestly. Lead the rest of the project where that. Uh give me Harrison Ave twice and for sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah, all right. DJs. Good talk. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it's just I want I want better for him. I really do. And I want him to figure out his voice as to how he wants to like truly mesh this thing to make it work and make it not come off as a meme. Right. Right, right. That's the big thing for me with with LD. It's like I I don't want you to be a meme because I remember the real songs from your previous projects when you're talking about like his one. Song, what's the name of the shit? I gotta go. Hold on, let me check. Um, why you look? Why you looking it up? I will yeah. say this: he's done a fantastic job of keeping people engaged for damn near ten years and not rapping about anything for the most part, and not even putting that much music out either. So he's he's like Jay Electron. Yeah. So professional rapper. I'm surprised you let that slide. The yeah, I mean, you're right. Um <laughs> I'm like what which one you say, defend Jay Electronica? I'm not gonna be that nigga. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, that nigga too inconsistent. Niggas got him in top five for fucking what? <laughs> um, sorry, I agree. What do you want me to say? Look, um so what's the song? Where is it? 
the antagonist, right? He has two songs on the first one called The Antagonist, Antagonist Part 2. I can't remember which version it is, but there's one where he's talking about himself, but he's talking and he's like, I don't even like making these comedy songs. The type of music I want to listen to, I want to make the type of music I listen to, but that's not working for me, so I got to do something else. It's like the the realism of it, right? So right. he goes into those songs, dope, the antagonist joints. Truman, the way the project ends, dope like because it's like it's like him being like he's comparing he's having a conversation with a girl and he's like saying i feel like i'm on the truman show and he's like making all these parallels Mm -hmm. but still getting jokes off but i'm just like yes right here that's fire that's the lane and then um harrison nav kind of fits that same lane but he's like telling us different story that's the lane i want to hear from ld if he can if he would just focus and do that consistently I feel like the conversation around this nigga be way different. Way you focus on the story more than the humor, I think. Well, I mean, I would say that, but Pillow Talk is hilarious. <laughs> but me. is it more about the story? Is it more about the humor? In that regard, is I like uh I think it's a nice little marriage of both. It, I just think well, that's a song that you can't use to advertise. He's a great rapper. Listen to and, Pillow Talk. And to, and to be fair, since so many people told me that shit, I don't think I listened to the song. I might right. have tried it once, but yeah, nah, it's some, it's some, it's some jokes that scheme through the whole song. That's hilarious, like because it's him talking to the girl, and then also brains kicking in, and so yeah. brains talking to him at the same time. And like, there's one part where he's like trying to get the other girl. He's like, you know about Pangea, and the brains like, this bitch don't know about Pangea. Brain, shut up, like <laughs> type shit, right? But um, nah, man, um, I just want him to find that proper marriage of what he's trying to do, because this new project, not it. That's it. Yeah, I'm, That's I, it. I co-sign it. it. It's it ain't it ain't my cup of tea all the way. Um, yeah, production needs more work. Shout out to Benny Benny Blanco. Yeah, and, and uh, um, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, even the even the previous project from him, uh, shit, it had Street Runner on that mug, bro. Like the project from Professional Rapper was better. Like production was better. Well, he had more to prove at that point. I think it's more important now than ever because it's one of those situations about becoming a meme. Like it's still, well, but, maybe I'll say it's different categories of proving, but it's still as important. Like, right. Is, but is it that he's trying to be a professional rapper now? Or is he focusing on the TV show? Right. Or is he using it? Because this it is building the soundtrack to the TV show, which already takes a little bit of the edge off it being such a, a strong rap yeah, project. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The man's a branding genius, whether y'all know it or not. Damn, he is. I'll give like he's gonna be fine monetarily. <laughs> like, don't worry. But like it let because, him tell it he was fine before he even decided to rap. So <laughs> I mean he said that too. He had a nice lawyer ass job. It was like, like I don't want to do this. It's okay. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want to do this. I want to rap. And his parents was like, the fuck's wrong with you? And he was like, I know, I'm Jewish. I get it. <laughs> and then started making dick jokes. So yeah. Nah, um, healthy dose of dick jokes on his album too. Holy yeah, shit! Unhealthy dose of dick jokes, actually. Oh yeah, unhealthy. I'll say that much. Uh, so anyway, but I will say now I was gonna tie it back and be like, well, at least it was him talking about his dick and not his homie talking about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know what we're getting with LD. It's like all of a sudden KRS bigging up Scott Rock's dick is crazy. <laughs> you know what you get with Scholar Rock too, apparently. Uh, apparently. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll talk about crit. 
Yeah, let's get to it, man. All right. Um. Uh. Well, there there was no blurb about this project. Yeah, not really. Uh, I can I can give the little rundown that there is. All right, go for it. Uh, Big Crit just released a a n good start. Let's go. <laughs> Big Crit just released an EP last month on December 15th. Regardless, it's still timeless on multi-alumni. It's four tracks of that Big Crit sound that we've been waiting for, I guess. Oh, uh, maybe set up free? But it's four tracks. We did uh, decide to give it a listen and you know give it a good little rundown. Indeed. Uh, do you want me to start on this? or? Um. What I got to say it won't take long uh, as far as this one. Um, I right, go off. So, Crit, I, I like the return to classic form for Crit here. Um, Digital Roses don't die. I get what he was trying to do as far as expanding, but I feel like it was too much of one side of Crit, if that makes sense. Um, Crit's always had like an ability to kind of have multiple layers to, within songs and stuff like that. And I like when he meshes them because they, they, I don't know, man. It just it, it works for me being a crit fan, and I like when he stays there and focuses on that. So, because he's all he's a great rapper, but also he's a great he's a great producer, and also he sings relatively okay. So, like I like the songs where he's able to do all of that together. You know, me personally, right? So, this particular project when it comes on with King Part Five, he rapping for sure. We in there. <laughs> Set him free, melodic hook. We in there. So here's the here's a surprise for me, right? So we talked about this on the pod. We alluded to. Don't don't go here yet. Don't go here yet. Oh, I'm not gonna go there. I'm just telling you. I'm just I'm just giving background. The background on how we found out that there was six subs. That's all. Um, I want to say, did you make a joke about sub five? No, the what it was. I went to the um. Yeah, you went to the concert and he performed. Oh yeah, I said said this all. I said this all off pod. But I went to oh, the little okay. brother um, block party in Durham, and they were celebrating, um, I guess, the 20th anniversary of the listener. And uh, Big Crit was opening. And one of the homies that were with us was like, man, I hope he don't do my sub, my sub like eight times. <laughs> he came out, and at this time, I'm thinking it's for my subs. He did... My sub one, two, and four. So he did like half of his set was my subs. Hey. So, and at at the time, uh, we, I, you sure this off pod or was this at the end of the pod? I don't know if it made it I in. Or not. I'm not sure. I got to check again, but I know that I was very discouraged because I'm like, bro, no way. And then I look. It's like one of us look, and we find <laughs> out. Oh. There's six subs. This nigga got six of these. What the <laughs> fuck? And like, I think afterwards, I was like, I don't even want to talk about this no more. Because I was just completely disgruntled. Like, okay, look, man. Nah, you got to let the idea go. Like, what the fuck? And they right? were like, yo, where the fuck is number five? Right. Where's five? Like, <laughs> like it's just missing? Um. Anyway, I, I'm going to go into the how I feel details-wise about this one later. But I will say... um. I enjoyed my time with it. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> track for the first three tracks is great. The last track he could have kept it. Man on the moon, solid mm-hmm. EP. If you rock with Crit, you are gonna find something on this project you like. We gonna circle back for something else in a second, but that's my initial thoughts. Well, 
Hey, look, I feel the same way. It's yeah. a nice listen. Other way around, you can keep track one. The last three I can rock with. Oh, you ain't like Kane? Well, he was rapping. No, you can't blink in. You ain't like that? No. And been with no dogs in the adventures of 1010. <laughs> I had to listen to it again. But again. in my time with it, I was cool with the last three. Okay. Um, For sure. All right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll get time to say what I want to say. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. That being said, I, I'll be honest, the actual review of this EP is pretty pretty quick for us. Um, that was really all I had as far as that. It's four tracks. It's solid, big crit music. And this is what I wanted from him. Just it, a whole album. Is. Just, oh God, that's what I wanted. Um, so this is nice. Um, two of these songs went on a uh, playlist for me. Uh, King Part 5 and Sub Part 6. Loki Went on playlist for me. So... Uh, uh, Set Em Free is dope too, but I would have to hear that in the flow of the EP. Like that's one of them album cut type joints for me. Uh, like you, you just... would let it play if it's already playing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or if it's like I see it's coming up next in the in the in the rotation, I let it rock. So that's where I'm at with it. What? What are you looking at? about <laughs> Set Em Free, the producer. Did Swiss Beats do this shit? No, it, no, no, no. Okay, never mind. You're right. You said you. Yeah, I think that's the one I said. I can't remember which one I said I skipped. I think it was that first track. The first track? Okay. I got you. Well, King is just him rapping anyway. Like, it's just two minutes of just aggressive-ass rapping. So, um, Mount Olympus-style rapping, if you will. But not as good. Not as good. That's fair. Well, I, uh, he just had something to prove on Mount Olympus, bro. That was it. That was it. Um, and also, the the original sample that he used for Mount Olympus was so much better than the, the reproduction he did on Catalactica or wherever it was. So, I, yeah. I listened to the one on Catalactica more. I think I actually like that production more than the, than the OG. <sighs> that, that OG sample was crazy, bro. Like um, That's actually another thing that we run into when we talking about these subs, because the original with the Flash Gordon sample for the first one, it's not on streaming services. Oh. Yeah, with the... Ah, like that's oh that's yeah. yeah, I didn't know those. Oh, that is yeah. Flash. Yeah, that's Flash. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh man, that might yeah, that might change so, how I got this stuff. So that being said, you got my list. Um, we asked early at the top of the show for a uh, call yeah. to action, if you will. Hey, damn, I didn't notice that was missing, man. Yeah, yeah, immediately I heard it. I, hey, that was that was when I was in the field with journalism. <laughs> like I noticed it immediately. I'm like, hey, where the sample at? Everything else was there though, but just that sample wasn't there. Yeah. So like it's still dope, but it's just like not that <laughs> like that should kind of set it off a little bit, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh anyway, earlier we asked about a call to action as far as like you telling us your favorite subs from Big Crit, right? Um, I also put it up online a little bit before this show went active, and I have a couple of responses that I can read as well. What me and Gut are going to do, though, we're going to rank our favorite subs. And then we're going to get out of here, man. That's really it. That's all I got for the pod after that, man. Um, But how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to like read the comments first and then go into it? Or we, we talk, we give our opinions and then the comments and then we wrap it up. How you feeling? Um... Let's go into the comments first. Comments first? Hit the comments first. It's it's not too many I got. It's only a few because I did put this up like super short notice. Super, super short notice, right? Um, 
I want to say I got three. I got three. I got three. Um, so uh, the first one, shout out to Dion. Uh, Dion in Texas hold it down. You feel me? Um, but shout out to Dion. Uh, I was gonna say defendable skeleton. But I don't know if you want me to put him on blast like that. I don't know if he's still rapping or not. You feel me? Um, but he was the person that reminded me that the first sub didn't have sub didn't have that sample. So he's. I put it up. I said, which one was the favorite? He said, the first one, the original version, not the one on streaming. Mm. Yeah, because that Flash Gordon sample is nice. Um, we got T. Angel. Shout out to T. Miss Wishful. She says, nothing beats the original. All right, fair. Um, and this one, this one is from Anise. Shout out to Anise. I had that hit Anise because she, she the biggest crit fan I know. Biggest <laughs> fit crit, crit fan I know. Like, it ain't even... Anyway, look, oh, so <laughs> she put my sub part two. I still got my sub, ho. And the shit slides into last night. The DJ saved my life. Mm. And, and, and she said for me to make sure that I turned up on that part so they can know that she know what the fuck she's talking about. Because, <laughs> and I'm like, fact. So Shut last night, the DJ saved my life. And I think independently, that is still my favorite section of all of the sub songs. Like each one got like a front and a back. Yeah, yeah, right? Too bad it was only like eight seconds. Ah, damn. But it hit though. It hit though. It hit though, man. DJ I, saved my life. <laughs> the scratch is going crazy. Like, ah, felt good to be Southern. Huh? All right. Anyway. No, y'all ain't going to like my ranking. <laughs> so that being said, no, nah, it's funny because uh, I said all of that and I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. What you got, number one? Oh, uh, number oh, one. I pulled up that playlist you sent earlier. I mean, you go ahead, you go ahead though. Yeah, num- number one, I am going to go with my sub part three, Big Bang. Ho. Big Bang? Big Bang? Big Bang, ho. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, that's number one for me. I think Holes I, I, can't I'm twerk a... to the high hat never. Cranking up the so, knob till he, he broke, broke off the, off the level. level. Slumming on the whole give a fuck about Trouble. Trouble. Barely feel his face, but he hit him, hit him with the bang. Hey, me and my sister turn the fuck up to that song every time. That's number one for me, too, bro. Sorry. Man. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, we agree. I ain't by myself, then. We agree. I, we agree. Yeah, that would, and I love the first two. I, I, okay, let me say this. Me personally. This made me actually appreciate all the subs. I don't think there is a bad sub at all. All of these could be an EP. Like, there's one that's arguable for me, but we'll talk about it when we get there because it's at the bottom for me. Um, but um, overall, <laughs> like, I genuinely don't think that, like, musically, there's a bad sub. Boy, y'all ain't gonna like my. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like okay, list, so, that's, so that was one. That's your number one. Um, did I? What did I have? You said oh, that was that your was, number one too. Yeah, my big thing about that is that I think that's the only sub that truly I like both parts equally. Yep. Because every other sub, I like one part more than the other, and that like the balance on number three is just perfect for me. It's yep, it's, there. it's perfect for me. So that's what we at. That's my number one. Um, you wanna you wanna go number two, or you wanna do it? How you wanna do it? Yeah, you go go number two. I, I look, I look. I'm gonna throw mine out and you throw yours out. All right, or your your whole list. Okay, all right. All right this, go this is mine, top to bottom. All right. Well, shit, I already said the top. 
I, I'm like, I'm gonna go reverse order. This is the, this is the one I like the least, up to the best. Okay. Uh, my least favorite, the sub, my sub. It's number six, <laughs> the one that's on this project we just listened to. Yeah. Um, above that, I got number two. So my sub two, the jack, the jack. Yeah. Okay. Nope. The next one I got is my sub four, Subinstein. So that's your number four slot. My number, yeah, my number four slot is number four. Right. Okay. Which could be interchangeable with my number three, my sub five. Okay. Um, my second is number one, my the OG, my sub. Okay. So, and. The bottom of the top, my order is six, two, four, five, one, three. So bottom to top. Bottom to top. I right, flip that real quick. Top to bottom. What is it? <laughs> you lie. Okay, top to bottom. <laughs> three, one, five, four, two, six. Okay. All right. Got you. Mine. Your, your favorite. Okay, favorite three. All right. Uh-huh. Um. I just go top to bottom just because I made you flip it. So it's just that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Number two is the original, the first one. It's got an ignite right. energy to it. Just takes See, you to a place. We we linking so far. So we linking on those. Rest of this, not so much. Number three is number four for me, Subinstein. Um Yeah, right. Now, um go, go ahead. ahead. No, what's up? Well, you, you had a question. Now, four and five were in inter- they would have been interchangeable for me. Okay. I liked the back half of four much better than I liked the front half. If it was more of that, it would have beat out number five. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So uh, number three is Subinstein, right? Um, That second part is crazy. It's a lie. Like the beginning part was cool. It just felt like typical, like, oh, ignorant energy. Bip, 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 bip. Like, okay, that's cool. But the back part. made a fresh appearance. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. And the the guitar came in on that back half. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, I rock with it. I rock with it. Um, number four is the jacking, and the reason why is because I like the back half so much, but the first part I didn't really care for. Like the story, I don't care about the um, the the. I, I like the. I still got my Look. sub whole part, but I don't like. Yeah, the rest of it's like DJ it's cool. saved his life, but he still got robbed. So, no, well, I mean, it could have went worse. Bro, he still got jacked. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the song. It's called a jacking. It wasn't called a killing. I mean, true. I'm just saying yeah, the DJ, and yeah. I like the DJ saved my life part, but it was just so short. It really it, it was it short. Ain't gonna, it ain't gonna bring. You could tell he hadn't hashed out the I'm gonna do two parts to the to these songs yet. He hadn't yeah, he hadn't okay. got to that point yet. I will I'll give you that. Uh, I'll I'll acknowledge that. But I I wanna be clear. There's only one version of the sub that I really don't care for. Um and that's the one that I talk about last. But my number five is actually surprisingly it's it's sub six. That shot flip at the end, I wish the bass line was different, but like as far as the harmony and everything, how he was rapping, man, that was cold, bro. That was cold. But you notice he didn't, he wasn't rapping about his sub on there at all, though, right? 
Yeah, but I'm okay with that. I mean, he did Better it take five away from the whole times. thing. He did it five times before. I'm okay with him trying something new, man. So yeah, it's all good. Um, but uh, I will say when I was taking notes, I was like, at this point, I think I owe Creed an apology because I don't think that he righteously missed on the subs. Like even the last song, "Ballad of the Bass." Man, I don't really care for that one. But even the part that, like the second part, how he rapping and he's clean in the pocket like that, I like yeah. that version of Crit. I like that version of Crit a lot. So to recap. Three, one, four, two, six, five. That's mine. Three, one, four, two, six, five. Yep. That is the passcode. You sound like we getting passwords out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, one more comment that I just saw. Shout out to Bishop Butterscott. She says number one is the star of the show concerning these uh subs. She says five is runner up. And then okay. two through four is all right. I don't even know if she knows there's a six. <laughs> oh, wow. She's going to be in for a treat. Yeah, man. Wait till she gets to that. And it has a shot flip. She might fuck with it, though. She might fuck with it. I rock man, with it. He, he, the, the, rapping, the rapping didn't do it for me, though. I feel it. Okay. And I got you. In terms of them, so I would have to listen to this in my truck again. But. I mean, Baseline number, was just interesting. When he, number three beat like hell. Number one beat like hell. Facts. Facts. I know that second one beat too, but like, like I said, the DJ saved my life kind of threw me off on that. Yeah. These last three, the jury's out. They didn't sound like they do it quite as... That's yeah. going to sound crazy. They don't sound like they, they thump quite as much. They don't thump with as much purpose as the first three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first one, you can tell like the mix wasn't all the way right. Subs are just distorted everywhere, make your trunk yeah. sound, you know. I make the brr, 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 brr. like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah ho. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but um, no, nah, I feel that. Um, no, nah, I just, I just want to. I know I said it, but the baseline is kind of weird on that. Uh, to me, on that uh sub six. Mm. But even though I like the melody, I wish he would have just not done so much and just let the baseline just sit with the melody. Like you got the shy melody right there. That's a layup. Soleil, like say that. You play on the nostalgia. You got the boy from Shy to sing. About <laughs> the, you know, like, why would you divert from nostalgia now? Like, just just lean in. But nah, that was cool. Um, I did enjoy it. Do you want to publicize your playlist for the subs or not? Oh yeah, I can do that. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to see if I can link the playlist to subs one through six uh to this episode uh as far as the uh, in the description for you guys so you can listen to one through six just back to back now you can go and find them and in the meantime enjoy your time in the big crit discography no problem we encourage it but if you want to hear one through six before weighing in on this we got a spotify playlist we'll put in the description for you guys so cool yeah and i'm not I f- it felt like it, it might be for it might be for another podcast, but might be for another podcast. What? what, what yeah, y'all, y'all know that crit don't be hitting like it used to, man. Definitely a different pod, but um, uh, <laughs> but man, look, bro, I I was you know what? No, we can kind of talk about it loosely here because we were talking about Chris album, like we're talking about it. Um, what do you think? 
crit needs to do. Like just full stop. Like what what like in order to like get to where I feel like he feels he needs to be musically. Like did, did go back to how he was rapping before? Like did he miss the window? Like what do you what how do you feel about Big Crit musically right now? I feel like slapping a nigga today. Slap slap. Slap slap. Anyway, sorry. I, well, from me listening to Crit, I know it's a lot of his newest stuff. I've either one passed on or two gave just like a good one listen. It was like, all right, I'm straight. I. Huh. Right. It's I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I want, it's like I want new ideas from Crit. And I don't necessarily mean that in terms of songs like the the, the cool song. I forgot what, what I forgot. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But, this joint, yeah. Yeah. But it seems to me we got a crit sound for the most part and he leans into it heavily, which I appreciate. But yeah, it's been a long time, my boy. Hmm. It's been a long time, and I and I, another reason I kind of say that is I look at we look at six my subs, we look at five kings, we look at a lot of the ideas that he have being that have been rehashed a million times. Just look at look at the titles of his projects and look how they've been rehashed a million times. And I think a lot of the. But do you think it's a rehash or a continuation? Because like, my boy. You know, Six subs. I'm just asking. It's six my subs, five kings. It's but King Remember the Time. It's Crit Was Here. It's Forever in a Day. And then it's Return of Forever. I like, I, I get it. But after a certain point, I'm like, I, I, I feel like a new. Let's try something else. Try something else. You don't think Digital Roses don't die with him trying something else? I, th- I think it was. Yeah. But it, it, that, mm-hmm. it just yeah. don't hit the same, man. It hit the same, yeah. Um, For me, man, I... um, Oh, yeah, and shit, some of the projects that he's come out with, like the full-length projects, I think this will help. They're entirely too long, in yeah. my opinion. Like, niggas... I think he dropped like a couple of double albums. I know he did one that was like the Justin side and the the Crit side. Yeah. I think he did like another double album that ran like two hours long. And Crit makes the Southern riding music shit slow. <laughs> like it's, it's, and then it, it don't, what he's doing in the music don't necessarily keep my attention. So it's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I can go all the way there with you on that, but I will say that like his music for the most part, and and this is wild to say because we just talked about subs where how they have a front side and a back side to it, and how it's a mm-hmm. bunch of mu- movement production wise. But usually, for the most part, it's usually the same vibe. So it's like if you're listening to it, you after a while you're aware of the runtime, you know, um, because that idea is what he's harking on. So yeah, I, I think it could stand to be shortened. Um, but I will say, 
I appreciate, regardless, it's still timeless crit more than Digital Roses crit because it seemed more focused on the type of music that he's, I wouldn't say good at because he's good at Digital Roses wasn't bad songs. I just didn't like them. Um, But um, just songs that just feel more comfortable for consumption, I guess, maybe is how I want to say that. Because I don't, I don't want to say necessarily that he's more comfortable making these type of songs, or that it's easier for people to consume those type of songs because of the the content of what he's talking about. But it might be a little bit of all that. I just, mm-hmm. I genuinely, I genuinely, he's kind of in the same aspect of of LD. Honestly, I, uh, I want him to be able to like find what works for him, and then just hammer the fuck in and like really like deliver to the people that still rock with him you know um right. and i feel like there's room to do that and still have new ideas but like it's kind of dangerous when you drift a little bit too far away like the digital roses joint did like it's a lot of people don't get a chance to bring their audience back after stuff like that True. which is unfortunate but but, but again though like that's all of these is I still I still feel like everything we talking about is symptoms of the problem and not the problem itself. Because I don't know what Christian should do. It just ain't jamming you like know? it was. Because we could talk about digital roges, not digital roges. Roges, hey. Is that the digital is that, roses. Is that the title? That's the title <laughs> of the, of the, of the roges. Nah, they're gonna look like digital rogues. Um, <laughs> but uh even with digital roses coming out. I wasn't checking for crit like that even before that project hit. So I don't know what it was somewhere in the midst of him dropping them two long ass albums. And then he was doing like the little small two, three, three or four project, three or four track joints. Yeah. And he was doing a lot of them regular regularly. And that just, I don't know, something happened in in the midst of all of that where I'm like, ah, I'm good. And it ain't like it's bad music or whatever, but it just doesn't, it's not something that I seek out the way I once seeked out mid Chris music. Yeah. I get you. Um, it's, it's unrealistic to ask him to create lightning again, you know, um, like he did with his first few albums. Um, but if he gets close, it would be nice. Like just because I feel like he is an artist that deserves that credit, deserves that attention. It's just, man, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Like, where do you go from that? Like, outside of him finding the like his lane and being like, all right, we're gonna make the music for the people that's rocking with me, and then just keep going. You know, right? Which I think is what he's that's what he's doing. So yeah. So and if we if I just don't rock with it this time, this one might not be for me. And yeah. you know, I pick up I pick up later if it is. So Yeah. I'm a I'm a fan of Crit, man. I just want to see him do well. I genuinely want to see him do well. Like um so yeah, man. Um if you hear this uh Crit, we, we rooting for you, dog. For real. Like I really I really want you to like one hundred percent. Yeah, man. Just yeah, I just I just genuinely don't know like it's a very complicated situation for an artist like crit because so many different ways he can go but it seems like people only really respond to one or two of those dimensions like that's it's kind of ass 
Uh, so you got to mix it in and like do stuff like have front and back sides for subs and stuff like that. You know, like it's. He don't have to do that. He don't yeah. have to, but like it seemed like that's what works. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like know. I, I do. I do. I did enjoy the sub series. So. Me too. I did. Like um, for the I know. Part. I know. Previously, I was kind of ducking on it. Like, bro, ain't no way you got five subs, bro. Like, that's crazy. But then I listened to all six back to back, and I'm just like, man, they rock though. Like, all right, well, they rock. So okay, coming around full circle. Yeah. So we got six subs, five kings. And a partridge in a pear tree. And right. <laughs> Let's call <laughs> the partridge in a pear tree section of the podcast. So what do you think about rappers that have like multiple part songs, such as Hobson with his Ill Mind series? Oh, yeah. You got five the hearts. You got I like it. Old school. You got six Janes from EPMD. You got like seven Superman levels from from as Red long as Man. as long as each idea is original or building on the previous idea to a point. Like songs like that, I don't think they're meant for everybody. And what I mean by that is those are for those are like you get like let's say you get like a movie DVD, right? And then you get like the X the, the special features part, right? They're, everybody's not going to go to the special features to see like extra stuff. But for the people that do, it's going to be very rewarding for them, right? Um, the reason why The Heart was so dope for most people who were Kendrick fans was because we kind of came up with him as he was doing the previous Hearts before. Mm-hmm. We knew what it meant. It was something that didn't necessarily have to be explained. So it's like if you were following those iterations, then you knew what time it was by just the title. Right? Right. That's Easter egg shit. People don't really do that anymore, right? Um, and you can you can carry that over to most other discographies. Like even me, I do that sometimes. Like I'll have certain things, and it'll have like this will be like part three, like um, roses. <laughs> Shout out to Anise. Um, It had a uh, restless part three, right? I have two previous versions of Restless. It's on earlier discographies. Uh, like the first one was on the first journals of King LJ. The second one was on journals too, right? But and or even this is the best example of it for me, I guess. Empty journals, right? Not empty journals. Uh, writing prompts, right? Right. Prompts. The writing prompts. I had some folks that as soon as they saw the title, I hadn't heard from them in like over a year. And as soon as they saw writing prompts, it, like immediately they went active online. Like, yo, writing prompts is one of my fa-. like. You know, it it, right. it it does something to people as far as the longevity of how long somebody's been rocking with you. So when done correctly, I think it's a great tool. It's just you can ruin that if you do it too much or if you're See doing it too much and it's not the same, like you like overusing the same idea, like and it's not building on the previous thing. A la Hobson, because by the time Ilmon six or seven hit, nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> so um well, so he has now. Yeah, oh uh, man. And I'm not saying like the quality went down because I'll be completely honest, Copson's video quality has always been pretty good. Um, how many ill minds does, does he have? I, I see nine. How many ill mind of Hobson are there? There's ten. I see ten. I see ten. I see nine. No, there's a ten. Oh no, it's not. There's not. There's not. There's not. And somebody was interviewing him about ten. 
Okay, so nine. Is he still a rapper? Yeah. Well, Hobson's so interesting. I use Hobson as an example of what type of success do you want when I talk to people who like are like, right. no, that's the I'll one explain you this. Go yeah, because he's perfect for it. Here's what I mean. Um, Hobson, like when people say they want to be successful in music, right? There's different versions of what people look at success, right? You have the Drakes, which is like, oh, overwhelming success and everything you do, you touch features and all of this or whatever. But then there's other people that are successful, but just maybe bubble right outside of the view of the public, but are able to live off their music. Hobson's one of those artists. Every time Hobson pops up, his videos get a million plus views. He still sells out shows. What do you want your level of success to be? What does it mean to you? Is what I'm saying. Hobson's a great example of that because a lot of people don't view Hobson, especially like when we're talking music and like hip hop heads and stuff. A lot of time people don't view Hobson as a successful artist. Now, I'm not saying I like his music or nothing like that to that degree or anything. I'm just saying for the sake of that conversation, Hobson's a great example. I like to use Wiz Khalifa and Currency. That those are good examples too. Because but like they, I feel like Wiz and Currency are more they, they, successful they, than Hot though. Yeah. They uh they both kind of set out. They started around the same. Well, they got cool around the same time and started blowing, bubbling at the same time. Yeah. But let Currency tell the story. He was like, Wiz Khalifa always wanted to be the bigger star, and he just wanted to have like the underground success. So you get mm-hmm. Black and Yellow, you get See You yeah. Again, and We Them Boys, and all that shit from Wiz Khalifa. But yeah. Currency. He's yeah. fairly low under the radar. He drops music like clockwork, and he's clockwork. cool. Yeah, and on top of that, I will add to this because uh, currency is a good example too. But I will put him between Wiz and Hop, and the reason why is because currency gets brand deals based off of his music for other stuff. He got a NASCAR deal the other day. Oh, he actually like, makes, makes good music too. So yeah, and he yeah. actually releases music, and he releases music. So yeah, so again, I think all of those are good barometers. Like you could use all of those for different versions of what you quote unquote call success. Right. That's it. So I just think that's an interesting conversation. And usually when I bring up Hobson in that regard, people are like, what? And then I explain it. And they're like, uh, I can see that. That's fair. And that's it. It's just trying to just be fair about it. Like there's different versions of what people expect. And it's like, what realistically are you trying to achieve? And you thought I couldn't swing this back around to Hobson at the beginning. Of that's the pretty show. good. That's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. That's <laughs> good. And, and, and I low key gave some free game away. Like I really could do artist development. Oh, that doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? Nah, which is why I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to bring it back. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, you got anything else before we get out of here, man? Um, Yeah, drink C4. Drink C4. That sounds explosive. That's crazy. Uh, It is explosive energy you can feel. Sounds like a blue chew. Explosive (laughs) Hey, got Larock. It's got Larock. Super hope. You feel me? You've reached the end of It Crates Music Podcast, amongst other things. <laughs> we appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. We have enjoyed the time spent with yeah. you all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, stamina was crazy. So, all two hours. I'm going to stop making sex jokes. Look, we appreciate y'all for being here. We will see y'all again next week as a heads up. Keep an eye. Oh, I will say this too. 
If you rock with the show, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Spotify. Trying to get the numbers up so visibility is viewable. I've been seeing the views. People have been tapping in, leaving reviews. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yes, yes, yes. So keep running it. That's it. We'll keep giving you content. As long as y'all keep rocking with us, we'll keep rocking. That's really it, man. Um, The question, keep that in mind as well. You can answer on the Spotify page or our, our podcast page. Let us know which sub is your favorite from Big Crit. We want to hear more from you guys on that. Or if you got a question just for us, man, shoot yeah. it out, though. Hey, man, you know how to reach us at our socials. Just, you know, get active. Get at us. And we'll uh, and we'll, we'll get back to you. You know how that goes, man. We appreciate y'all for being with us, man. But we're going to go on and get out of here. Same time next week. How about that, guys? No? Y'all not going to answer? I right, bet. For sure. We'll see y'all <laughs> next week anyway. All right. Peace. <laughs> Peace.